I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Paranormal Thoughts Podcast, and as always, thanks for joining me. This episode, we're doing an interview with an abductee. This is the segment where I talk to people who claim to have alien abduction experiences. And today we're talking to Adrian, and Adrian has decided to be anonymous. So in this episode, you'll hear that his voice has uh, been pitch-shifted to hide his identity. All I can really say is he's a 25-year-old living in Los Angeles who has had two experiences without needing hypnosis. All the experience is literally just from his memory. As I always say, this is probably my favorite segment to do on this podcast. love talking to people. And as always, if you or anyone you know has these types of ET experiences, wants to reach out, have a chat, it doesn't have to be published on the podcast, it could literally just be to have someone who, who's happy to have a listen and just hear you out, uh, definitely feel free to contact me at paranormalthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Or of course, we have the wordpress.paranormalthoughtspodcast blog, and you can always contact me there as well. If you like the podcast, feel free to subscribe, like, follow, depending on your platform, we'll kind of give you that option always. And in, you know, if you enjoy the podcast, feel free to leave a review. Thanks again to Adrian for coming on and talking about his experience. Obviously, he hasn't really shared this with anyone before, so it's kind of a pretty big deal for him and I'm sure all of us here will appreciate him doing so. A little shout out to anyone in Holly Holly or the Money War. That's all I'm going to say. They'll know what that means. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks. Hey, Adrian. How are you? I'm good. And yourself? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Thanks for uh, taking the time to come and have a chat with me today. All right. How much background can you kind of give me on yourself? I live in Los Angeles. I'm an aspiring actor and I presently work at a theme park. And I married recently to a wonderful man, and I used to live in a small town, so this is a bit of a change for me. I could imagine Los Angeles being a pretty big city and everything. Yes, but I live in the San Fernando Valley, so it's kind of like my town times 10. Before getting into your experience, did you have any interest in extraterrestrials before your experience? It always interested me, even from a young age. And how would you go about finding out more about the interests? Would you read or would you kind of see things on television or anything like that? A bit of both. How old are you? 
25. Okay, great. So, yeah, similar age to me, and obviously there's definitely been quite a mass production of this type of topic, you know, through like Discovery Channel, History Channel, things like that, where these topics are becoming far more known to just regular public. When you had your experiences from your sort of previous knowledge of being interested, you had an idea of what may have happened to you? Is that kind of what happened? Yes, well, my experience, it was... It kind of was typical abduction experience, but it differs from others because I my memory wasn't wiped. I didn't have to go through hypnosis. I remember everything clearly from both of them. Because that's pretty rare to, for someone to actually have, as you know, complete memory and not having to go through hypnosis because obviously there's a whole yes. argument about hypnosis and everything that comes along with that. But well, why don't we get into your first experience? So how old were you when this happened? I was 14. Pretty young. Yeah. Just take me through the experience as you remember it. Okay, well, every summer, right after school would end, I would spend a couple of weeks with my dad. And he'd recently moved in with his then-girlfriend. She lived just outside of town, and she was a fairly wealthy woman. She had a very nice house and a big basement that had, like, a lot of rooms in the basement, a living room, a couple of full-size bedrooms and all that. And and she had a son. He was about two years younger than me. We're just going to call him Alex. He and I met uh, when I went up there, spent a week up there when she went down to Texas in January. And he and I, we became good friends. And anyway, my dad moved in with her. Uh, One of his bedrooms downstairs was like his little 10, 12-year-old man cave. And it was going to be my bedroom down there. So it was one of the nights. uh, We were were in the man cave just playing video games, chatting, doing what normal 12 and 14-year-olds do. Uh, My dad and his girlfriend, they were out in the town. It was around, I think, about 11 o'clock, midnight, somewhere around there. Anyway, I went upstairs to use the bathroom. The downstairs bathroom had some plumbing issues, so I had to use the upstairs. Well, I exited the bathroom, and that's when I saw something on the back deck. I I got curious, and it it immediately left, like walked away. I got a little freaked out, and I opened the door, and there was nothing there. I stepped out on the back deck, and I just saw nothing. I mean, the, the light was on. We always had to be on. But there was nothing there. And then I looked, turned around, and suddenly the motion detection lights on one side of the house went off. Only one thing could have done that. That was like a person walking. And that's when I saw a shadow on the grass. At that time, I decided to get back inside. I turned around, and right as I grabbed the doorknob, I felt this intense sensation. Like, you know how when your like, foot falls asleep and the blood rushes back to it, it feels like there's all sorts of pins in it? Mm-hmm. Felt like that except my entire body. And then suddenly there was this like a flash of light right in front of my face. It's like a camera going off in your face. And then I found myself, I was walking down a hallway, kind of a dimly lit hallway. It wasn't dark, but it wasn't bright at the same time. And I was, it was involuntary. I could only move my eyes. I couldn't move my head. I couldn't move anything else. I was just walking down a hallway. And then, but even though I, I could still see out of the corners and I saw there were two of them on either side of me, grays. And uh, they were slightly taller than me. I was about four foot eight mm-hmm. and they were about five feet walking down the hallway i was just terrified out of my mind i was i couldn't speak or anything and that's when i heard a voice in my head say everything will be fine as long as you cooperate with us i was being spoken to telepathically and then i felt this feeling come over me like a feeling of total relief like they i wasn't scared anymore i was feeling completely at ease like they maybe they did something to help control me you know put me under like not control me they already had control but to make me feel better about my situation and we walked down this hallway and we entered this room 
like a doctor's office and in this and there were in the center of the room there was there were two tables uh both made of what i guess was steel and there was a like a card of like strange looking instruments and um on one of the tables there was alex and he was completely naked uh he had no clothes on and there were a couple of them they were examining him and he was just staring upwards it's like i was afraid maybe he was like dead or something but because he was just completely still and they had, were just like scraping him, taking samples from him. And at that time, I was just frightened. I mean, what were they doing to this poor kid? I wanted to, you know, help him, but I, but they still had me under their control. You know, I just felt powerless. They led me over to the other table and they started undressing me. And once I was naked, they put me on and they started doing things to me. Started taking samples. They, they took a little bit of my blood. They plucked out some hair. They scooped the inside of my mouth. And one thing that really stood out to me was at one point, this object came out from the ceiling. That's all I could say from the ceiling. And it, it shined down on me. It, like, you know, the doctor's office when they were like an like x-ray machine, mm-hmm. you're laying on a table and it, it, shone, it shined this UV light, this blue light down on my chest. And it rendered my torso completely transparent. I could see my, my heart, my lungs, my rib cage, my organs, everything. And it was just a fascinating sight. And the one thing they did, they also they took some sperm from me as well. Got a little personal there, but anyway, I just for the most part I I held my eyes shut because I just didn't want to. I I was mostly feeling what they were doing. I couldn't see except for the X-ray part. I just didn't. I was still terrified out of my mind. Mm-hmm. So what were they going to do to me? It seemed like it went on forever, but then the examination was over. I regained control of my body, and they took me and Alex uh, separately away. They led me into this one room. There were about six or seven grays in there, and there was one that looked bigger than all the others. He was about maybe six or seven feet tall, and he told me, Adrian, you've been selected. And I said, selected for what? And he said, you will see. Your selection will not last very long. My mem- I, it, he might have said something like that. I think he did because my memory can be a little bit hazy at times, but he s- said that I've been like temporarily selected, whatever that meant. Okay. One of them came and then I regained control of my body. And then I was really relieved at that. And then one of the aliens came in, he had my clothes and I got dressed. And then Alex came in and he was redressed and they said, you boys will be okay. Everything will be fine. And then there was another bright flash of light, and I find myself waking up in the morning in bed next to Alex. And I thought it was a dream until I saw the marks on some parts of my body. I prodded Alex a little bit, and he had the same. We've never really talked about our experiences. I mean, he and I, we did talk about this shortly after it happened. I mean, but he didn't really want to talk because, like I said, he was two years younger. He was just 12 years old, so this was kind of a big deal for a kid his age. Yeah. He was pretty shaken to the core by this. I, I could deal with it a little better, but not him. So we kind of made an agreement to kind of just not tell anyone what happened because we didn't think anyone would believe us. In fact, maybe we'd think it was just a dream. But um, for the derailed rest of my visit with my dad, I mean, he was just uneasy. I mean, I had to sleep in the same bed as him and trying to reassure him multiple times that they probably weren't going to come back and that everything would be fine. I mean, what was a 14-year-old to do? Definitely, it sounds like a very typical 
grey alien type abduction, you know, almost very right. very textbook, you could say. Did your um, stepbrother have the exact same memory? His memory wasn't as vivid as mine. When I prodded him a little bit about our experience, told him, I don't want to talk about this with you, he said that all he remembered was he heard, he was in the bedroom, he heard a noise, he woke up, and he was he was in a room, He was they were taking his clothes off, and then he was on a table, he was, had this feeling of pain in his left arm and then he remembered being and then back in the bedroom because he, he didn't remember as much as me mainly they focused most of their attention on me yeah and that he was just there for like um because he was like convenient i guess or just since there was a i guess there was one human there why not take the other one as well yeah no interesting when you heard the telepathic voice can you explain at all how that sounded to you if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Kind of a deep, like an authoritative voice, like a school principal. Okay. Like a stern voice, but at the same time, it also sounded a bit, you know, sympathetic at the same time. I mean, like warm and trying to, you know, assure me everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Could you tell any difference between the smaller greys compared to the more authoritative taller grey? Because I've heard reports where people explain that the smaller greys almost seem robotic. 
kind of seemed like that to me. But the bigger one, his movements were more, you know, different. I mean, the other ones, I mean, the ones that experimented on me and Alex, they were, they kind of acted just like cold and emotionless. But the bigger one, he had, his movements were more fluid and he, and he seemed more gentle, more calm and kind. And his voice wasn't as commanding as the others. His voice was more of like a sympathetic, like a warm fatherly figure. Yeah, interesting. Okay. It definitely would be something that you would never forget, of course, and be quite traumatic as well. So after that, did you have any sort of nightmares or even maybe when you're awake, have these sort of flashbacks, that sort of time? And did that sort of cause any trauma throughout the rest of your growing up? At times, yes. It doesn't affect my everyday life. I make sure of that whenever I have one of them, I just try to just close my eyes, take a deep breath, count to like five or 10, and then just open up. It's of course something really difficult to talk about, but you know, to actually experience it's a whole other thing. So I definitely think that's a good way of going about if, you know, for anyone who's listening, who could, who kind of needs a little bit of help or guidance with this, that would be definitely something to keep in mind is to try to move past it and not try to let it overtake your everyday life. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your second experience. So how old were you and whereabouts were you at that point? Um, I was 19 and there was more done to me this time. Okay. I just uh, got out of my first year of college and uh, my, I was going up to see my dad again. I mean, he and his, his girlfriend, they'd since broken up, but they were still good friends and I still maintain contact with Alex. Only we don't really talk about our experience. I mean, the last time I saw him was about a year ago and that's when I I mean, I tried to bring, I casually brought it up once that he doesn't really like to talk about it. So I let it go. Anyway, getting back to the point, um, it was one night. I woke up, left my bedroom, I had to get a glass of water, and I just felt compelled to go outside. I don't know why, but I, but I just stepped outside onto the back porch and I saw this light emanating from my late grandfather's fish house. It was like a pinkish red light. And it suddenly just started to grow, like it just grew bigger. And then there was another flash of light. Next thing I know, I find myself walking down the same hallway, a couple of grays on either side. Usual bit, they took me into the room, except but when I, but when I got into the examination room, I once again had full control of my body instead of it all being automatic. So they told me to undress, get on the table. That's what I did. I got naked, got on the table, and they they did more to me this time. I mean, uh, they took more sperm samples. They, they put something in my mouth. I'm not sure what it was, but it, they, they put something over my mouth and I felt something crawling down my esophagus and then back up. It's like they stuck something down my throat and then back up. I, they, maybe they were doing, taking like a sample of something. I'm not sure, but there was like this musty, sweet, sweet taste is all I can describe it. You might have any idea what they were doing by putting something over my mouth. No. Because I have no idea. I don't remember. No, I'm not so sure about that one. The rest of the experimentation was typical. But then I got up, I got dressed, they took me into the room with the big one, and he told me something very poignant. He said that we humans, we are not coming very far in our evolution. There are many other civilizations out there. Some are much more advanced than us, some not so much, and that we are very far behind in our evolution. He said, he told me that at this stage, we should have learned to coexist with one another, but instead, we are very divided. That politics and religion are domineering our planet. They're holding us back from fulfilling our full potential. And after what's been transpiring these past couple of years, I believe that to be more true than ever. I've definitely heard 
that similar information passed on through these abduction experiences from other people as well. What do you take away from that message now? Like, of course, in, you know, it's 2017 now, and that exact message is still just as powerful as it was when you were 19. Why do you think the abductions are happening? So what does that do you think have to do with religion and politics holding our evolution back? I do believe that we are slow. We're com- we're coming along very slowly. That's what I believe. And perhaps they're they're abducting people and giving us this message as like a warning. From the way he worded it, from the way he told me that we're not under threat of annihilation, but we're under the threat of not advancing to the next level of human evolution. I get where you're coming from with that. My next question, I don't know if you've heard much from some other researchers, but they say the greys are probably considered to be more sinister type of species of alien. Have you heard that before? Yes, I've read about that. So with your experiences, how do you feel about that? Well, the ones that experimented on me and Alex, they did act just like robots, like drones. I mean, they just acted like they were did what they were supposed to do. I mean, we couldn't struggle or anything. And then, but but then the one that appeared to be like their leader was more of a sympathetic per kind of character. And like, and they told me that there are other civilizations out there. Many of them, some are friendly, some not so much, of course. But there might be other types of rays out there. That's true. As of now, I don't know how we can advance ourselves any further and just do our full potential, like they said. I have no, I I have no idea. I mean, I think the only thing. Perhaps the only thing would be for the grays to come down, like a disclosure of first contact. Mm-hmm. As you said before, that very first abduction experience where the taller gray said that you're needed for this time and not obviously forever. Do you think it is still your time or do you think they have um, finished with you? I do have feelings that they may come back for me again, especially... After what's been happening in the world these past couple of years, perhaps I I am convinced they might come back for me again. Well, is that more of just a feeling you have or is that just more of a practical kind of thought, would you say? It's a bit of both. Interesting. Have you ever thought about maybe doing hypnosis, even though you have such a clear memory, but do you think there's anything maybe more you could learn? Or what's even your thought on hypnosis? Because that's sort of a very talked about topic as well. I have kind of mixed feelings on hypnosis. I mean, I think that Maybe it does work sometimes, other times not so much. I think the thing you have to be worried about as well is obviously having memories planted as well. And that can kind of give you a skew uh, idea of what actually did happen. It could actually harm your knowledge now of what happened as well. That could be. So from the time of your abduction when you were 14 through to being 19, did you do much research into what happened to you between those two times? Yes, I I would look into it. I did post a couple times on forums about it anonymously. Mainly, I would I would just try to be um as you know hush hush as possible because mm-hmm. I because being a kid you don't want people finding out and making fun of you in that of course or your parents thinking you're crazy. Yeah. Have you had any paranormal experiences growing up? I did see what I believe may have been a prelude to my first abduction when I was about twelve. Oh, okay. I was sleeping and I. Oh, woke up, I looked out the window and there was this light in the sky that was just, you know, just floating around all erratic and then it just disappeared. Well, that's interesting. That could be connected to what later happened those two years later. And then I had like a 
something another very unusual thing i was about nine when this happened i was i was sleeping it was really it was a cold night so i had my head under the blanket because to try to stay warm and suddenly the whole room just lit up like the light turned on but the light didn't turn on it was like the light just slowly faded in out of nowhere just lit the room bright and then faded right out i put my pulled my head out and uh but nothing there no clue what that was to this day. Have you experienced any synchronicities that might be related to your experiences? Two, actually. Uh, one time I was leafing through a UF book about alien abductions, and there was had an illustration of a man being experimented on them, and uh, the illustration showed an object above him which looked like which looked almost exactly like the X-ray machine they used on me. Yeah, right. Okay. So yeah, someone else's experience kind of drawn there resonates with you it seemed like more seemed like kind of a bizarre thing rather than synchronicity anyway one day i was maybe about i don't know 15 or 16 i was at the i was at a water park in bismarck and then i was walking through and I suddenly i look and, and on one of the chairs is this kid about 12 years old just laying there and in front of the chairs are like two adults and they're just like chatting and it, it just suddenly reminded me of the way out of the way alex was lo looking when he when i was led into the room my first abduction i mean first i mean i was led into the room there he was on the table naked just staring upwards totally flat on his back there were two aliens standing in front and now here i'm at this water park and i'm seeing like almost the exact same thing a little kid a kid on a laying on a chair barely clothed and uh two adults standing in front i just kind of weirded me out a little bit. That's pretty bizarre, isn't it? Because you're in such a different environment, but yet you could kind of hone in on that and go, that doesn't feel right. That feels like something I've yes. previously experienced. Interesting. Well, one reason I think I may have been selected is because the truth is I have autism. So my brain kind of works differently than normal people. Okay. Because remember one thing that they did, they, did, they, they were doing some stuff to my head. They did like a they did like a scan they like scanned my brain with the like that X-ray machine or something because remember as I felt them I felt their fingers on my head you know in both my experiences so like I said I kept my eyes closed because I just didn't want to see what was going on so that they were paying particular attention to my head most because I think that's what they saw that my brain was works a little differently yeah that is interesting because that. That would make sense trying to gather more information about maybe things they don't quite understand. Is there anything, words of wisdom you can maybe pass on to people who maybe are in a similar situation to yourself, have had experiences, and they might be dealing with it really well, they might not be dealing with it so well? Uh, any sort of words of wisdom you can kind of pass on to those people to figure out how they can kind of just get on with the everyday and try not to let it consume them too much? Just what you just said, don't let it consume you. I didn't let it consume me. Great. Yeah, I think that's exactly what you need to do if you are struggling. And of course, you know, people can always reach out to me. Uh, some people do that, you know, they don't actually want to come on the podcast and talk. They just kind of want to tell someone who's not going to judge them and kind of just hear them out, you know, and go, yep, it's it's happening. You know what I mean? Right. It's And there's nothing we can do about it, you know, and if it if it helps to talk to some people, great. If it doesn't, if you don't want to do that, that's completely fine as well. It's really how you want to deal with it in your own sort of time, of course. All right, Adrian. Well, I really do appreciate you taking the time to come on and have a chat. As you said, you haven't really spoken to anyone else about this. Um, oh, actually, one thing. Does your husband know much about your experience? Uh, yes, I told him. And, and, he's, and he's supportive. Okay. Did he have much knowledge 
previous to you kind of telling him about the whole theory? No, I didn't tell him until recently and, and he accepted it. Oh, that's good. It's, I think that's definitely important. You know, if, if your partner can definitely at least see where you're coming from, because, um, and that's the thing too, you know, even if they don't, or anyone listening, even if you don't understand what's going on for that person who's had the experience, it's as real as anything, you know? So even if you don't understand it, you kind of just have to go, they, they seem to think it's real. So I'm not going to belittle it. I'm going to support them because it's just what you kind of have to do. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's the way it is. Um, so as I'm glad to hear that you're being supported through, um, what's happened. All right. Well, Adrian, thanks again. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.